It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est moi. It's Simon Marcel with my French accent. That never changes. Uh, if you're joining the show and you hear this accent, it is straight from Paris. Even though I've been here for 20 years, even though I'm a proud American citizen for 10, uh, even though I have been living in the Midwest for most of my life, the accent, though, doesn't seem to fade away. Uh, and so uh, I, I ask you uh, for your tolerance with that accent. It's part of, the, part of the show if you're joining for the first time. Welcome. We're going to talk love and relationships. And if you have a question, it's very easy. You call me at 855-905-8255 and I'll give you my point of view. It's very simple. And let's get to our first phone call of the night next. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Martha. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How can I help you? What's going on with your boyfriend? Um, so I'm an artist, um, and, you know, I know everything's kind of shut down right now, um, but I still need to work, and I have little projects, um, so I need a lot of time to myself in order to get those projects done, but I think my partner is kind of taking it personally, um, so I don't really know what to do. When you say personally, so explain to me, like, what did you tell him or what's going on? What's his reaction? Um, well, I, I tell him that I, you know, I need to work and I, you know, I have to get things done and I can't do it, you know, while someone else is, you know, in my space and, you know, I just need a really specific environment. Um, but he feels like I, I just don't want him around and that's not the case at all, but I don't know how to explain to him that, I just need the space I need to do my work. I see. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I think the solution could be that you use that term that I've used in past relationships, which is, it's not against you, right? Like, a, mm -hmm. like, a, like an FYI. It starts always by, this is not against you, but this is what I need. Because I think some of us sometimes feel like this is against us, and we take it personally, where if you explain to him, this is what I do, this is what I need, but this is not against you. Uh, the person said, that's true, it's not against me. Okay, I get it. Instead of not saying that, and then maybe it creates a reaction of paranoia, aggression, uh, you know, wondering, mm. and, and, and frustration. So I would like you next time you have a conversation about it to say, listen, honey, before I say anything, remember, this is not against you. This is what I need. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. You're most welcome, Martha. I'm glad I can help. Thank you for calling and have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Coming up, I receive um, an interesting Facebook message question at the Rendezvous show from Iliana, who has a little difficulty with her marriage. So let me see if I can help her. Her Facebook message is next. So I just received this Facebook message at the Rendezvous show from Iliana, who has a question. She goes, Simon, with everything's going on in the world, it has taken a toll on my joie de vivre, my joy of life, and it's affecting my marriage. I find myself getting really sad and depressed, and my husband told me that my mood is bringing him down too. I'm trying to be strong, but it's a lot. How do I not let my mood affect his? That's a good question. When you're feeling down, when you're feeling like a Debbie Downer, what can you do so it doesn't spread to your partner? and keep the joy of life in your marriage, I'm going to give you my advice next. So, 
Have you noticed when you're in a relationship or in a marriage that your mood affects your partner's mood? You know, you're very happy, you're excited, you know, then it helps your partner. I mean, moods are, you know, very linked one to another. So Ileana goes, you know, with everything's going on in the world, you know, I feel down. It's, a, you know, I feel less joie de vivre. I feel, you know, less excited. And my husband feels, you know, now his mood is being affected and he feels depressed too. How can I not let my mood affect his? Well, you have to write in a notebook how you feel. So here's my advice. You know, it's like kind of therapy. When you go to see a shrink, you know, you, you tell your shrink how you feel. If you don't have a therapist, you tell your journal how you feel. So I would like you to channel all the bad energy, all the depression from all the crazy and sad things happening in this world into that journal. And once you've said what you had to say, believe me, you'll feel better and he will feel better too. I hope that strategy helps you and you call the next. If you want to bring a little bit, and I mean a tiny bit of good vibe in the universe, I think you call me and share with me a romantic story. We need a lot of romance in this crazy world, definitely. A little romance, so bring a light. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ashley. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ashley. So, um, you apparently have a romantic boyfriend. Tell me what he did for you. Yes, so it was... So amazing. So there's this wine room in our town, and um, it used to be an old bank. And so, like, the bottom, like, bottom uh, first floor, there's this uh, cellar, and it has a whole, like, bank vault. And you can, like, rent it out, which I didn't know. I don't even know if he, like, knows someone there or what. But we went. On, it was, like, a random afternoon. Um, it was totally unexpected. And he rented out the room, and it was just so romantic, like, it was just the two of us, and he, like, I don't know, I was just so surprised. It was beautiful. How did that make you feel? I, honestly, like, I was a little confused at first, because that was, like, the first time that we had done something. So, like, that kind of, like, made it, like, clear that he was interested in me in that way. And ever since then, we've been dating for, like, six months now. And we're going really strong. <laughs> Well, listen, I hope, I hope you, you reciprocate the romance and prepare, you know, also something nice for him too because I think it's important for the balance of, of relationships to be both ways when it comes to romance. Yeah. I don't know how to top that. Well, listen, I'm going to give you a, a little idea. You know, men love good food. Men, are, we, you know, so if you can cook, cook him his best favorite meal at home do something with the candle, dress up, he dresses up, do something really romantic with the best food. And, you know, I, as a guy, I can tell you it's, it's very rare when that happens, when, you know, your girlfriend prepares the best meal of your life and then, it's, and then the nice music and the candle and then ooh la la and you know what else, right? That sounds amazing right now. Okay, good. All right, just an idea. So, Ashley, good luck to you. Thank you so much for sharing that story and have a good Thank night. Thank you so much. Ashley made a good point, you know, when she said she finally felt, like, secured in a relationship. But, you know, how do you know, really, that uh, your partner is into you? Let's talk about the signs next. How do you know somebody likes you after a first date? It's all about communication and usually texting, right, or DM. Meaning, who's texting first? Who's texting what? And... 
what are the wording of the text, the emojis and the wording. So who's texting first? If I like you after a first date, I'm going to text you, are you home safe? I had a great time. Uh, I'm going to ask you more questions and try to continue the conversation even if I'm home and you're home. Then there is the emojis, you know, a little bit of emojis, it's nice. And finally, there is the next date. So, you know, if I figure out which food you like the most, I'm going to do everything I can to reserve in a restaurant where you're going to be super happy to make you understand that I like you. It's all about you. Those are the signs. Let me share a story, a personal story of one of the, I think, romantic date I've had that I um, caliber everything about the girl I was seeing at the time. I'll explain next. So you know when somebody likes you, they really pay attention to what you eat, what you like to drink, what kind of atmosphere. And I dated a wonderful woman, I remember her, good friend of mine now. Anyway, she loved Chinese food. And uh, she loved this little restaurant in Paris that was very nice. Um, not expensive at all, just hard to get in because very cool. And so I didn't realize this until I called and tried to make a reservation. They said, there's no reservation. I got all nervous. I said, well, oh my God, I want to take my girlfriend out. I said, well, you know, it's first come, first serves. So what I did is I went to the restaurant at 5 o'clock in the afternoon and I really plead my case and they kept that little table on the side of the restaurant so we had a reservation, which is almost impossible. But, you know, my charm worked for once. And then when this girl and I came and she saw it, she said, oh my God, how did you know I would like this place? I, and because I listened to her and she loved it. We had a great time. My point is go out of your way to make your date happy, to make them understand you like them. You calls and your questions are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kylie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So, I understand you're interested in dating maybe a younger man? I am, yes. I met this man at a party in early February, and um, I'm 44, and I thought he was at least 35. So, I thought, of course, he's younger than me, so this will be a little bit different. Uh, we hit it off, had a fantastic conversation, have hit it off ever since. But he revealed in that process he's actually 26. So that's a huge age difference, 10 years versus almost 20. So can it work, Simon? I don't know. Well, listen, age difference works when both enjoy the relationship. So, for instance, if you don't want kids and he doesn't want kids, you guys can have a fabulous relationship. But if one of you does and the other one doesn't, so it's a deal breaker. But the thing is, we live in the present, Kylie. And if you guys have great chemistry, who am I or who anyone else is in the world to tell two adults, consenting adults that want to be together, not to be? I say you go for it, you enjoy it, you, you taste, you enjoy this, this different kind of relationship and see how it goes. If you don't like it, you stop. If you have a fabulous time, you keep on dating this guy. Okay. So I'm going to take that as permission. A hundred percent. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank Please, you so much, have fun, enjoy, and, you know, the heart doesn't know time. Uh, you, you know, so the heart is all about here and now. My parents have 17 years of difference. They've been married for 56 years. So, um. you know, I'm the, I'm the result of age difference in a relationship. So is my brother and sister. So I'm all for it. If both of you are happy, go ahead, Kylie, okay? 
Wonderful. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. Thank you for calling and have a good night. You as well. Age difference in a relationship. Would you date somebody 20 years younger than you? Or absolutely not? Let's talk about that next. Would you date somebody 20 years younger than you? Or absolutely not? I mean, there's two schools on this. The pros. It's exciting. It's fun. It's light. Uh, it's, it's youthful because you're suddenly dealing with somebody who has a different culture, sometimes different lingual. They, you know, the social media is different. The expectation is different. And it's kind of a... I think it's a wonderful experience to have because, you know, if the person you're dating is 20 years younger than you, you rediscover youth, really. And, uh, and it's not just 40 and 20. It could be 50 and 30. It could be 60 and 40. The 20 years can apply any time, 80 and 60. It's just interesting and exciting to discover two different worlds. So I'm all for it. Now, there are also reasons against it, and i got to be honest, so I'm going to share with you also the reasons why, if you go this way, it might also not work. And that is coming up next. Given the choice, would you date somebody 20 years younger than you, or would you rather stay close to your age? Because I'm all for every ages. It doesn't matter to me. I've dated 20 years younger. I've dated years older. I've dated the same age. Every experience is different, every experience is, is fulfilling, and I don't judge based on an age, I judge based on your heart and on how I feel together with you. That's how I feel. Now, the reasons why not to date younger is A, if you don't want the same thing in life. For instance, if I date somebody who's younger than me and wants kids, and I don't want kids, well then we have a problem, right? So stuff like that, deal breakers. Or if somebody loves, because they're younger, the, a lifestyle that is more appropriate, I guess, for younger people, and they feel like I'm a hermit, it's not going to work. So you've got to be honest. Be yourself and enjoy. And if you can't be yourself, that is the main reason why you should not date somebody younger or older than you. You've got to be yourself, actually, in every relationship. Your calls and your questions are coming up next. If you have a question about your relationship or your love life, Dial in 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Naomi. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Tell me what's going on. How can I help you? So last year I was engaged and I decided to end the engagement. And I haven't dated anybody since then. And a lot of my friends keep telling me I need to, you know, quote, get back out there. And I'm just not, still not feeling it. And I'm wondering okay. if you think that I should push myself to, you know, take a chance on love again, or if I should just wait and wait until I feel like it's time. It's a good question, but let me ask you this. Do you feel lonely? Sometimes. Do you feel sad? Yeah. What do you miss about having a relationship? The comfort and the partnership. Okay. So, do you think all those reasons uh, vouch for you to go out there and not push yourself, just go out, and if you meet somebody interesting, maybe get to know the person, uh, you have nothing to lose. I don't mean full-blown love story. I mean, just hang out with your girlfriends, go out, and uh, if you like somebody that you find is attractive, interesting, and fun, just get to know the person. Okay. So, like, let it happen naturally. 
it's just so hard of nowadays to do that. It's sort of like if you want to date, you have to actively do it on the apps or in the events. You know what I mean? True, but that that can be fun too. You go on dating apps, you check all those profiles, you laugh with your girlfriends, and then you can just you know see who's interesting. So I think it's fun, and in these crazy times, we need a little fun to illuminate those dark days. So I think you've got nothing to lose to try. Okay, so I should get back out there. I think you should. Yes, a little bit. Okay. Who doesn't dare, doesn't live. Thank you, Simon. You are welcome, Naomi. Thank you, and have a good night. You too. Let's finish the show by um, <laughs> a funny question. Which is harder, a partner who can fix anything or a partner who can cook anything? Which one is harder? We'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Last question for you. Which is harder, a partner who can fix anything or a partner who can cook anything? Fixing versus cooking. Which one is harder? So I want to know what you think. I love when I put my uh, questions on my social media at Rendezvous Radio and then I see that you voted massively. So 66% of you said a partner who can fix anything is the hardest. And only 34% of you said a partner who can cook anything is the hardest. Uh, listen, I'm French originally. Fine dining is harder than fixing a bicycle or a car or a dishwasher. But that's just me. I, I understand people think differently. Thank you so much for voting on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Follow me if you don't yet, at Rendezvous Radio. There's always great stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing your stories. Your calls were very appreciated tonight. Merci, and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.